Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We live in an age where people are controlled by fear. We think there's so much evil in the world, and there is, but for now it's still proportionate to the good. Pastor J.D. reminds us in today's update that if we're driven by fear, then our faith takes a back seat, and that's not okay because we have so many reasons to praise the Lord. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 12, 2021. Shocking, right, that God's ways aren't our ways? His thoughts not our thoughts? Could you imagine if they were? Could you imagine if the way God thinks was the way you think? What do you think? Not good. God's thoughts, God's ways, infinitely higher beyond our understanding. Who knows the mind of the Lord? The reason I wanted to start out this way is because of the many parallels to our day with all that's happening in the world today, chiefly that of our being on the cusp of the seven-year tribulation slash famine. By the way, there's some typology here. I'll never pass up an opportunity to point out typology in Scripture. The seven-year famine, a type of the seven-year tribulation. Joseph, a type of Jesus Christ. And here's where it gets good. Joseph takes a Gentile bride pre-famine. That's us. Joseph saves his brethren Israel in the midst of the seven-year famine. That's the type. Just like Jesus saved Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, in the seven, seven times hotter fiery furnace. I like that number seven, the number of completion. And it's the completion of the weeks of Daniel's prophecy, that 70th week that remains. You've got the pre-tribulation rapture throughout the Old Testament. I'm going to give you just three, okay? You've got pre-flood, pre-famine, and pre-furnace. It's got, kind of got a ring to it, doesn't it? Uh, by the way, pre-flood, when we're in Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews commences with the hall of faith. He's going to talk first about Abel, but then he's going to talk about Enoch. Remember Enoch? Well, you probably don't remember because he walked with God and then was no more, for God 
took him, raptured him, pre-flood, a picture, a type of the church. Noah and his family, a type of Israel. They go into the flood, into the tribulation, and are saved in the midst of and out of that flood tribulation. There's a very interesting detail uh, in that account. Again, when we were in Genesis, they were shut up in the ark for seven, seven days prior to the rain falling. Oh, that's chicken skin, isn't it? Enoch pre-flood, Joseph's Gentile bride pre-famine, Daniel pre-furnace, exalted to a high position before the seven times hotter fiery furnace. Now this is exactly where we're at right now, right now. We are, I mean, (laughs) I haven't used this one for a while, so I'm going to use it. A gnat's eyebrow away, and yes, gnats have eyebrows. (laughs) We are on the cusp of the beginning of the seven-year tribulation, but the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ must happen prior. So if we're that close to the seven-year tribulation, and the rapture is before, how close are we? We're so close. Well, it's because of this that God is doing all this, and God is driving people to Himself to be saved. Okay, before we jump into this, there is a matter I need to respond to concerning the mass that I mentioned last week. Oh my goodness, I was inundated with emails. JD, where where can I get that mask? Well, here it is, right here. This is the mask that I use, that I can actually (gasps) breathe through, and not have an asthma attack when I do. It's mesh. And here's the litmus test, by the way, when it comes to masks. If you, when you breathe in, suck in the mask, that means you can't breathe. I'm not going to get into the whole mass thing. Um, Anyway, the link is there if you're interested. That's the mask. Please know that there's nothing in this for us. Uh, And by the way, this is probably as good of a time as any to say that nothing we do comes at a cost. Everything is, I mean, we don't have anything for sale, none of that. And by the way, for those of you online, we don't even receive an offering. Nothing wrong with that, but uh, just when we started the church, I just really sensed that the Lord would just not have us to do that. And for all these years, we've never done that. And my, how God has provided abundantly. And that's because you guys are cheerful givers. Cheerful givers. Okay, this brings me to the matter at hand. Would you agree that the intensity and the severity of the evil that is now upon us is to ultimately eliminate us? By that I mean It has now come to the point 
where one's ability to function in daily life is predicated upon one's vaccination status. Now for those of us here in Hawaii, you cannot go into a restaurant and eat at that restaurant, in that restaurant, or work out in that gym unless you have proof of vaccination or negative testing. By the way, the negative testing, that's going away. I don't have any problem with the gyms, because I don't work out. <laughs> Could you tell? <laughs> but the restaurants, oh, it's like, oh. You know, I was going back through my archives <clears throat> this last week, <laughs> and uh, back in January I, I did an update, actually two updates, and I, I kind of uh, formatted it in question and answer type, you know, formats, the most often asked questions concerning the vaccine, because it had just been you know, released, and people were starting to get it. And so one of the questions, and this is January of this year, so nine months ago, okay? And one of the questions was, uh, do you think they will mandate the vaccines? <laughs> I'm reading my notes, I'm going, how did I answer it? Well, I said, yes, absolutely they will. What I didn't know was how soon they would. I have to confess that I did not really believe that it would happen this quickly. And then, to make matters even worse, there is a censoring of and covering up of what's really happening since it was released. And now, that it's been mandated, it, that's a whole new level. What I'm seeing is probably what you're seeing, and that is confusion. And we know who the author of confusion is. And in addition to confusion, the reports that we do hear about of all that's happening around the world create much in the way of fear. I see it and say it this way, the confusion is what fuels the fear. One need look no further than to the reports of burning churches in Canada, building concentration camps in Australia, and worse yet, unthinkable evil taking place in Afghanistan, just to mention a few. And then you have the utter evil and chaos here in the U.S., which actually is the evil plan that's meant for evil by virtue of the evil bringing the Antichrist's order out of chaos. This last week I, I spent more time than I usually do going through numerous reports 
only to find that my heart and my mind just began to be filled with fear. I'm reading about churches being burned to the ground in Canada, the brothers and sisters in Christ there going underground in Canada. I see the video of these concentration camps being built in Australia, and I already know the CDC has camps being built and already allocated here in America. And then my heart can't take it when I hear about what's happening to our brothers and sisters in Christ in Afghanistan. And I just became filled with fear, and the Holy Spirit just stopped me and reminded me that if faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God, then wouldn't it stand to reason that so too would fear come by hearing, and hearing the world? So man, I just, I went into the Word, and I was just like, yes Lord, yes, this is evil, I know, but yes Lord. No, you got to do it. And I mean, it was virtually instant, the change in my heart, because God's not given us a spirit of fear. All of a sudden that fear was replaced by the power of the Holy Spirit, and the love of the Holy Spirit, and the disciplined mind, by the way, that Some translations render it love, power, and a sound mind. In the original it carries with it the idea of a disciplined mind. Think of it like this. You know how we discipline our children? We need to discipline our mind. I'm not going to let you get away with that. Sit down, mind. We need to... Time out, mind. (laughs) Because you got to take every thought captive into the obedience of Christ. Uh Uh-uh. And isn't the enemy really good when it comes to this? Oh, he's been met with smashing success. I love that word, smashing. Got to work it into these updates whenever I can. Smashing success. Because see, he'll take us as far down the fear road as we'll let him. And here's what that kind of sounds like and looks like. What if? What if? And then you're like, Oh no, I know. What if, and then you fill in the blanks. Next thing you know, you are paralyzed in fear, and the enemy's got you right where he wants you. No, you discipline your mind. You say, you know in the Psalms, speaking of David, I'm thinking of Psalm 42 and 43, many believe actually one song, but That's just one of several where David, it's not self-talk. That's different. This is talking to self. He's talking to himself. I know they have clinical terms for people who do this, but in the sanctified sense, he's like saying to himself, talking to himself, saying, self, soul, oh my soul, why be so discouraged? Why be in such despair? For you will again have reason to praise the Lord. You need to have a talk with yourself. Sit down, boy. I need to talk with you. 
What are you doing? What are you thinking? So it just hit me that, yeah, no wonder I'm so afraid. I'm hearing the world. Turn off the news. No, I'm serious, actually. I, oh, listen to you, Pastor. That's the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> Preach to thyself. Okay, I, I did. And I did. By the way, I will not, and I say this with all due respect, and I don't mean to come off. I hope this, I hope you hear my heart when I say this. I do not listen to the local news, because it is all a lie. And I know that firsthand, because the numbers are showing you on the screen, and again I mean this with all due respect, I know we have brothers and sisters that work in those uh, areas, but the numbers are showing on the screen are deceptive. Those are not the real numbers. I have factual numbers. So I turned it off, opened up my ears to hear what the Spirit was saying. It doesn't take much, you know. Faith comes in and fear goes out. And then as I began to seek the Lord concerning this, I sensed from the Lord that we all need to hear what God is doing, because we're not hearing it anywhere else. And let me specify and say that not only do we need to hear what God is doing, but we need to hear what God is doing despite all that the world is doing. Because you see, the meaning it for good is proportionate to the meaning it for evil. Let me say the same thing in a different way. The good that God did and is even now doing is proportionate to the evil. I mean, the darker the dark, the lighter the light. And so God is doing miraculous things, and we need to hear about it. And this is why we want to hear from you. Specifically, as it relates to what God is doing in your life. What's God doing with that employment situation? What's God doing in your family, in your home, in your marriage, despite all of this? We want to hear from you. We simply put, want you to share with us what you are experiencing, and more importantly, your but God story about what God is doing. Now, for those who are still in the midst of this difficulty and uncertainty, and don't yet have your but God chapter written, (laughs) we still very much want to hear from you. We will certainly pray for you. And here's how we're going to do it. We're going to have you go to jdfarag.org, scroll to the bottom of the page and select contact, and you can simply provide us with your name, email address, and the message you want to send to us. By the way, this is probably, I'm glad, thank you Lord for reminding me, 
for those of you that have requested exemptions, if you send in the request using the contact page, we will not get it. The exemption request has to be filled out on the exemption page. If you're having problems getting the exemption letter, then we also have a support center. And also we just, uh, last week, man, we've got amazing people. Uh, we also added the uh, translations ministry uh, in different languages. That is now on the website as well. But we have a complete support center for all of that. So any problems you're having with that, uh, you can go to the support center and we will respond in a timely manner. But this contact page is just for you to send us your story. We want to know how you're doing. We want want to know what you're doing, and more importantly, what God is doing. Now, if you want to remain anonymous, because I'm going to share them uh, starting this week, Lord willing, and I know already that I'm going to be inundated, because the last time I did this we got over 2,000 I think it's going to be more than that this time. (laughs) And I read through every single one of those. Of course, that was a very long week, but (laughs) I'm planning on that again this week. And this does rise to the level where, I mean, this is the priority. So much so that I'm going to have my assistant pastor, Pastor Mac, teach for me on Thursday night, because that'll give me the better part of two days and two nights to go through all of them. But I will read them and then I will share them. And again, if you want to remain anonymous, then please note that. But we did this a few months ago, and I have to say that it was, it was so edifying, it was so encouraging, because so many people responded with how God was just so gracious and merciful. Many people who had actually gotten the jab, and God was just so gracious, so merciful to them. We've had many people tell us that their exemption letters were accepted. Some people have had to put up a little bit of a a fight. They put them through the ringer. That's why we have the documentation and the links at the Voice for Truth website that has all the documentation on fetal aborted tissue in the research of these vaccines. So we just want to hear from you and have you share with us what God is doing and what is happening, because we're getting all kinds of information. And being here in Hawaii, wouldn't you agree that we're insulated and isolated? And just knowing about what's happening on the mainland, for example, and other parts of the world, I would really like to hear from somebody in the Middle East. I know we have online members in the Middle East. Australia right now is, I mean, it's unbelievable. And I know we have a lot of online members in Australia and other parts of the world. Well, we want to hear from you. Thanks for joining us for this special Mid-East Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. 
we do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.